0: I, I, maybe I did play at least a little yeah. bit too much.
1: Morning, oh, Judas Priest!
0: <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. On Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT.
1: Morning,
0: Oh, Judas Priest! We're back here on 88.3 WTS after further review. And it's that time for Men's FIFA World Cup 2022. And David's got it for you now. You guys know if you listen to the show, I'm not much of a soccer or football fan. A dibble dabble here. I'll watch a game if it's on. But, you know, I played soccer as a young kid, but Never really got into it, but David really, really likes it. You watch the con- CONCACAF, what is it called, CONCACAF, whatever, what is it?
1: CONCACAF, which is Conca- the region. CONCACAF.
0: And the friendlies between the U.S. and Mexico, but now here's the real deal. Uh, the question is that some people are asking, how is the USA team going to be doing in the World Cup? Some say the team has really improved. I believe they did miss what did they missed. They missed 2018's World Cup. They didn't qualify, right?
1: Yeah, still, still sore spot for missing out on Russia. Just the the embarrassment down that happened. Most fans don't like to talk about, it. but yeah, that was kind of a dark point in U.S. national team history. But we are on the plane to Qatar or Is Qatar, it, depending on yeah.
0: Who you ask?
1: Yeah. yeah, And a lot, of, a lot of people were surprised when the squads were announced a couple weeks ago. A couple, I guess for me, the biggest surprises were in the midfield. There's um, Christian Rodon, who a lot of people did not think or expect would be on the plane. He's an MLS player playing in Seattle. He's None of these players are bad by any stretch of the imagination. Just when you compare two players that were not taken for the final 26-man roster versus those that were you look at Rodon as kind of a big question mark, considering that there's a striker. There's always a question about who's going to score the goals, who's going to be the attacking presence, not just starting but then off the bench. And so you look at a guy like Jordan Pifak, who is tearing it up um, overseas, who's scoring goals in a big in a big-time league of him not being able to make the trip. Um, looking at even a player like Haji Rai, who has a relationship with a lot of the star players on the US Miss National team. Him being kind of a question. Like we we all wanted him and hoped that he would go. He ended up he ends up going and being on the plane. We don't know like how much time he's going to get to play, but kind of it's a good feel-good story. But then some of the um, uh, some of the players that didn't get to go, particularly some of the younger players, thinking of um, Ricardo Pepe, who was a young player who was one of our key players through the tournaments last summer. As we're thinking about the Concacaf uh, Gold Cup and the qualifying in the Nations League. Uh, Another big surprise, who a lot of people thought was the number one goalkeeper, Zach Steffen, not even on the plane. Uh, Matt Turner currently playing for Arsenal, now assumes the number, undisputed number one spot, I would say the undisputed number one spot, um, over Steffen, and particularly because Turner played so well last year and kind of he's in form he's getting minutes and so for me the million dollar question is not just the attacking presence like who's going to score the goals because that's kind of the universal everyone every country asks who's going to be the big goal scorers if you don't have a true kind of star player in front of net but I think for me the question for me is the midfield spine. And I say the midfield spine thinking who are going to be the defensive midfielders and who are going to be the two center backs. Cause those are our biggest questions. A lot of people think that it's going to be Walker Zimmerman and Aaron Long. Personally, I would put Walker Zimmerman and Tim Reem, Tim Ream being the seasoned veteran of the entire roster in his mid thirties. Um, and for the midfield, how much are we going to see from Weston McKinney? For me, I still think Tyre Allens is my key player because I think he's our country's best player. And as he goes, I think he's really the engine in the midfield, not just going back but moving forward. Oh, I say all of that kind of thinking about the squad to say i think the us gets out of their group group stage i think the toughest match for us is not england even though everyone thinks england next friday is going to be that you know the the tastiest match of the three i think it's more important that we get a win against wales this upcoming monday because if we don't get a result against wales then we're in a win, like a must-win mentality against England. And England, knowing that, could easily just park the bus, as they say, and play defensive and limit us to a point. So if we're on one point heading into our last match against Iran, that's not good. I think we need at least a win. If we can get two wins, that's ideal. If we can beat Wales and beat Iran, that's six points. I think we get out of the group, and then it, it just depends on you know, what happens against England, whether we draw, then that gets to the goal difference. I think if we beat Iran and then get two draws against Wales and England, it might be enough, but then again... I'd rather play it a little bit safer to the vest. I think if we only go if we only get one win out of the three, and again I think that's gonna be the Iran on the twenty ninth, I don't know if we get out of the group stage. I we cannot we cannot go into the England match with zero points. That that is an absolute failure. We're going home at that point. I fully anticipate that. That's not me being, you know, down on the U.S. It's more of England playing with house money at that point from their result against Iran. And that's just not going to look good. So it's how we start. And I honestly, deep down, you know, gut feeling, and I'm going to be watching that game against Wales on Monday. I think we can beat Wales. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be, you know, Three nil? No, is it going to be like two nil? I maybe. I think at I think it's probably going to be a one nil victory against Wales. If you had to put you know gun to my head, who's going to score the goal? I honestly couldn't tell you. Looking at the roster, because I don't know who's going to be the starters. I don't know who's if we play with three attacking players. I. I know Christian Pulisic probably going to be in there just because he's quote-unquote Captain America and he has to be on the field even though for club he's been playing like crap uh, pretty much all season because he's been in and out. So he's a little bit rusty. Um, I could see it easily being 1-0 U.S. I could easily see it being 1-1 draw. I could also see it easily being like two nothing whales or two no whales. Mm-hmm. So if the U.S. wants to get out of the group stage and get to the round of 16 where all likelihood and all indication is that we'll face the Netherlands um, at that point because they would have won. Um, yeah, they would have won their group.
0: So it's not like it to me that you're not very confident with this this team.
1: I'm I'm confident, but I'm not like overly like I'm not overly, you know, rah rah because we're US, we're just gonna beat everyone. This isn't basketball. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of the world is leaps and bounds better than the US at this sport. Right. Um I'm the only thing that I'm quote-unquote, concerned about is just the attack. Like, I don't know. If if I were to kind of ask Greg Berhalter now, like, give me the starting 11 for that match against Wales on Monday, then I'll have a little bit more confidence because I know how Wales is going to line up. Like, I'm fairly confident as to who the starting 11 for Wales is going to be. And that that helps with knowing, okay, who... In matchups, has those advantages. Like, how are we going to stop Gareth Bale knowing that he's still Gareth Bale, even though he's a little bit older? Like, how, who is going to be our back forward? Not even just the center half pairing, but who's going to be the right back and the left back? Is Sergino Des going to get the start? Mm -hmm. Who is it going to be? You know, know, what is that relationship? Where, how much does DeAndre Yelten play? How much does Anthony Robinson or Shaq Moore play some of these guys that were, I don't want to say fringe players, but in the case of Shaq Moore, a lot of people were like, Ooh, that's a pleasant surprise. Like not knowing how they're going to line up and how they're going to play is probably adding a little bit to the anxiety. But then also we're in a tough group. Like Wales is not a pushover. England is everyone's favorite to get out. Um, Yeah. For us, if if we can beat Wales, then I'll feel a lot easier going into Black Friday mm-hmm. against England. Because it'll be like, okay, we can breathe a little bit. We can aim for just a draw, and then that'll be good. Because then we get our Iran on the 29th. Um, yeah. So if I, out of 10, I would put my confidence. Overall the team like at a six mm-hmm. for us to get out of the group, I would put it at, you know, seven seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think we're still the second best favorite to get out of the group. Right. But it starts with how you begin.
0: So is there any possibility I just going to ask you this that they can win the World Cup? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest.
1: <laughs> no. Like they're even the most diehard US fan would not pick the US to win the World Cup. Because even even if by some miracle okay, so no best case scenario best case scenario we win the group. That'd be ideal. Not gonna happen, but okay, let's let's play with it. A lot of again, we're gonna have to go up against some other big European giants in this draw. Mm-hmm. If we're second in the group, which everyone um, everyone thinks that we're going to finish second in the group. We're going up against the Netherlands, and Netherlands is pretty good. They have some star players. They have some world class players in the back and in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Attacking, you know, can be left a little bit left to be desired. Just because I know Steven Bergwijn is prone to miss a chance or two, along with Vincent Janssen. But it's it's not as though we are. Um, it's going to be like a cakewalk for us to get out of. Even past the round of, even all the group said yeah. So getting to the world of sixteen would be a great. If we were to get into the last, you know, to use American language, if we were to get into the elite eight, mm-hmm. like. That's best, best case scenario. like that's an accomplishment for a lot of people. like to get into that to get into that um, get to that level and get into that stage. Right. Um, so, yeah, round of 16 is going to be a success round of eight would be ideal. Anything after that is just butter. Um I still think for me the two favorites are Argentina and Brazil. Brazil's everyone's kind of cent- not Cinderella's pick, but everyone's clear cut favorite pick to mm-hmm. win the World Cup just because they're heavy favorite odds and it's I mean Brazil are the most complete team. Um, like if we were to again because I know a lot of people are probably tuned out for this segment by now. If we were to put this in American language, if we were to compare World Cup, like how teams are in football, to you know, FIBA World Basketball, like Brazil in football is how Team USA is in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like they they are the best of the best of the best. Like their backups could beat most team starters, like best players. Like, they have, like, they're that good. Mm So, so yeah, I think early predictions. I think Brazil wins it. Again, this is all barring injury. You just never know what will happen. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun month. Still stupid that we're playing a World Cup in November because everyone's hurt and people are, you know, ticked off about it.
0: But,. That's what you get. No, okay. Well, I mean, I, I hopefully the America can make it interesting. I know on the women's side, usually they're the favorite, so that that's that's pretty good for us. Um, uh, I will say this though that's that's pretty good recap. Who do you think will win it though? Who's the Who's the actual top two or three favorites? I know, obviously, not USA. Oh, uh,
1: top two, yeah, top three favorites. For betting, and I think general opinion, consensus, are Brazil are the favorites. France and Argentina are second and third flips, depending on who you ask. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, you get a kind of big cluster of Spain, Germany, you know, England's in
0: there. So this is like a wide open field.
1: Yeah, there's there's at least kind of six or seven, that are realistic um, winners. And then there are a lot that are, eh, um, you can kind of see it, but it's going to take like a you know one shining moment, Cinderella, you know, six, 16 seed beating ones and making the way to the final four. Like it's going to take a lot of hoops. For some of the teams that are outside of that favorites list to make a run, but crazier things have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: crazier yeah, that's things that's have true. happened. That is true. Crazier things have happened, and it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I if 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 if, if, if the U.S. can 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 do that, um, it it'd be crazy. Um, but the thing is, I I, I think <clears throat> I will ask you this, and some people are saying this is that. Soccer is growing in this country. A lot of youth are playing soccer more. Some people, this is what some people are saying, that um, it could be a possibility where um, in a few years could, uh, what was I say, in a few years could it be a possibility, possibility where um, we could be contenders could could is that is that a true possibility it depends on how how in terms of
1: years how many like how much leniency you want to give honestly cuz i don't know if we'll ever get to the mark where or the place like a brazil or argentina where we're putting out at least we're talking about the men's side. The women are still.
0: Great. Well, yeah, the, yeah, we, yeah, we we know about the women. I'm saying just in general with the men, is it a possibility that we can actually get to the point where we have a chance, or at least be competitive? Maybe be do well in group play, and then maybe lose in the elite eight, something like that.
1: I I would say. Best case scenario for that would probably be at least three or four World Cup cycles.
0: I thought maybe it was one or two away. No, like,
1: I I think honestly, yeah. So, 2026, when it's here stateside, I still think we don't have, because it's about depth.
0: Mm -hmm,
1: right? And it's about kind of the depth of star quality caliber players. Now, do I... Think that within four years there could be someone that kind of rises up and becomes a superstar. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. Like there's those, there's always those diamonds in the rough. But when I'm thinking of the likes of Brazil, France, Argentina, um, Spain, kind of the tra- the traditional powers like Germany, like where those are footballing factories where. If we were to put their under 21s up against our under 21s or under 17s, like, or England's, like, there's just still so much of a ta- talent and competitive gap that I don't know if we're right there yet at that stage to compete. Because when you're thinking about quarterfinals, like, that's, those are the best of the best. It's not you know little, we're not playing Little sisters of the poor, you're playing teams that legitimate can legitimately can get to the finals mm-hmm. so i I think, yeah, three to four World Cup cycles where the u s can be that competitive to where it's expected for us to get out of the round of sixteen. Consistently. And that for me, that's, that's the mark that I'm looking for. I don't know if this team can do it. And I don't know if 2026 or in 2026, and obviously we'll get there when we cross that bridge, if we'll be expected to get out of the round of 16. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's, that's the first barrier between a team that's elite and a team that's good. They're great and a team that's good. I think right now we're in that good stage trying to get to that great. Whereas a lot of the other countries that are in that top six, top eight, they're elite. They're in that elite category already.
0: Yeah, we probably won't ever try to get to that possibility. Well, like I said, that was a good recap there for you, David. Um, As I mentioned before, you're listening to 88.3 WGTs after further review, and I know you'll be watching some soccer coming up next. What everyone's been waiting for, the NFL pick-ups. What is it, week 11? Week 11. and We got week 11 plus the start of, I guess, week 12 because we got that gobble-gobble coming up with Thanksgiving. So it, that'll be pretty interesting, David.
1: Yeah, it's some good good American football for, you know, I guess 25 people that won't be watching the World Cup. now. <laughs>
0: That's true. Listen to eighty eight point three WHTS after further review. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Eighty eight point three WHTS after further review with a picture of Frank Baxter in the horse's head. Frank doing his football things refereeing, and I am doing basketball stuff. It's November and it's getting cold out, but you know, get your favorite uh, tea, coffee, or hot chocolate, and listen to some after further review segments on our SoundCloud. And iTunes page. Once again, WHDs after further review and return the NFL pickup.